Welcome back to another episode of the Hoffcast. This is episode 110. Uh, still missing episode 100. <laughs> still yet to come. And with me on the podcast, uh, a Hoffcast favorite. Uh, but it's been a minute. We've got the very bearded and uh, very good friend, Neil Anderson, all the way from uh, the Northeast. What's going on, Neil? Hey, Nick. Thanks for having me back. It has been a minute. It, I think... Three years, possibly? I'm not sure. Really? I would have to look oh back <laughs> at the archives to see. I think this is your third time on. No, it's got to be more. Third or fourth time on. You're you're a Hofcast favorite, man. It's almost too much, but I'm still going to do it again. <laughs> well, welcome back, man. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we, we talk frequently, so this isn't like a catch-up session. So for those listening, you know, Neil and I talk every month, but we just rarely podcast it. But then I was this morning, I was like, hey, my wife's home. We probably can't play video games. So you want to do a podcast and be productive? <laughs> yeah. Well, you've been up to stuff, though. Like, we do have things to catch up on. We definitely have things to catch up on. Uh, I mean, two days ago, my, my listeners will know that uh, this was coming up. But two days ago, I had the dreaded colonoscopy. Which, have you had one yet? Uh, you're much older than I am. Aha! Uh-huh. Month and a half coming to bite me in the ass. Um, How was it? Was it fun? So, first of all, I'm going to spare everyone a lot of the details of the prep work. You know what I'm talking about when I talk about prep work. Cleansing. They cleanse. Uh, so that was the weird part about that was like it was everything you expect, except it doesn't start as quickly as you think. So like I took it, and then it's just a waiting game. Like you take the pills and you drink the stuff, and then you just like in anticipation. And for six hours, nothing. So for six hours, I'm like staying within a twenty foot radius of the toilet. It's weird to plan your day around the toilet. I get that, yeah. You know, it's weird to be like, I gotta just be around the toilet for this amount of time. Like, we've all had those periods, but it's like, this one, I took it, and then just wait and see. And then it, for me, it took six hours, and then it was everything as advertised. Um, okay. And uh, then, so you do the, all that, you get all that out of the way, and then you gotta go, and somebody's gotta take you. Have you ever had surgery? It's been a long time, but I've I've driven people who have had surgery, so I kind of know what the process is. Yeah, yeah, you're like their chaperone, and they, you got to drop them off and pick them yeah. up because they're going to be drugged. What did you have? You had surgery? No, but my wife has a couple of times, so I have taken her. I've been the person to drive and and uh, right help out with that. Was she loopy when you got her back in the car? Yeah, we still joke about it. She, We ended up watching Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, and she swears oh, no. it's the best movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. My... <laughs> so you you picked her up, and then and then in her day, she's like, you know what I want to watch? <laughs> I feel like I need to complete the story. I saw one. No. And if someone comes out of surgery and they ask you a question, you say, no, I don't know what you're about to say. Because <laughs> yeah. they'll say something weird. Yeah, it's like catching somebody in that, like, half asleep. 
mode where they're like, yeah, they're there, but they're not there. So you can ask him anything, and he'd be like, well, what about the paintings? The paintings, leave them in, uh, just leave them on the street. And you're like, what street? Yeah, the where street? is my weightlifting shirt from college? Yeah, they they have no idea what they're saying. That's my favorite time. It's in Sarah, the trash. It's in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't. I suspect that Sarah is throwing away my stuff too. They are. It's. I guarantee you. I have had more than one shirt where I'm like, I like this shirt. I like the way I look in this shirt. And then a few months later, it's just gone. And Sarah will have said something. And no one knows where it could be. That shirt's stupid or something. And I'm like, no, this is a great (laughs) shirt. What are you talking about? And then just it's gone. And you don't notice when a shirt's gone at first. You know, because you got a drawer of 20 shirts. I don't know. That's how many I have. What What are you working with over there? How many shirts you got? Yeah, I've got a rotation, but you can, like, you. that's the thing is, you can see the pile is a little shorter, you don't know why, and then one day you're looking for that shirt, and or the sweatpants, or whatever it might be. Yeah. The nasty old ball cap, and it's just gone. It is 86th, and there's no hope of recovery, because it has been months since she trashed this thing, and you had no idea. Anyway, I don't know how we got on that, but so I, I, I get dropped off. Sarah drops me off, and I follow this old man into the building. It's one of those medical complexes that have, like, you know, 11 different offices, multiple floors. You know, so I got to go up to the second floor. He takes the elevator. I take the stairs. And because, uh, by the way, you you get rid of everything, and all of a sudden you're like, hey, I'm down a couple pounds. Look at me. It's a good, <laughs> it's a good day. You. You Hollywood diet plan people. <laughs> I tell you what, I get get myself on a cleanse. <laughs> the forced cleanse. And uh, You're looking good, by the way. Thank you. So I take the stairs because I'm like, well, you know, let's keep it going. Burn a couple extra calories. I don't need to take the elevator keep like the old going. man. But anyway, he beats me to the second floor. And then he's walking off the elevator. I'm like, not going to rush past an old man. But the way he's walking, I can tell he's going to the same place as me. You know, you can tell somebody that's had diarrhea for twelve straight hours. You can. There's a there's a kinship there. There's a waddle. There's a waddle that we both share. <laughs> and so, I didn't even look up which office it was. I just followed him, <laughs> and lo and behold, I walked right behind him into the thing. And he's like, "Hey, I'm here to see." And he says my doctor's name. I was like, "Really? I'm here to see that guy." And he goes, "Yeah, I was supposed to be here at eight a.m., but." Uh, but the doctor said he could squeeze me in. And I'm just like, squeeze you in? What is this, a multi-situation? I don't need an ambidextrous doctor, like, hosing them both, <laughs> like, back-to-back. Like, <laughs> doctor has two hands, why not? <laughs> I was like, squeeze you in, get out of town. I'm not waiting for this guy to be done. Um, and I go in, and they, like, get me in the gown, and uh, and the lady asked me. Oh, first of all, I knew the anesthesiologist, which is wild. I From before? Yes, yes. She used to do yeah. comedy, and we're talking. I'm yeah. talking to her, and she's like, "What do you do?" And I was like, "Oh, I do stand up." And she goes, "Wait, what's your yeah. name?" And she like checks the chart. She's like, "Oh man, we know each other." And she's like, "We're Facebook friends." And she shows me. I was like, "Oh no, this is- I I don't want to know anybody." <laughs> Like, I don't know if you and I could be friends if I saw, if I had to, like, hose your asshole. 
turns out now I'm your colonoscopist. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily she was on the other side of it. She claimed she would only see the what the camera saw. But at some point the camera went in. And came back out. Yes, that camera got two different viewpoints of my bare bottom. She's a comedian. She can't be shocked by anything. It's fine. I'm not worried about her being shocked, Neil Anderson. I'm worried about the fact (laughs) that she is doing material based upon my scudder. You think she's doing some primary research here? I think she's getting back (laughs) into the game after seeing that. Well, you know what? If you you see her out there, then um, you know she wasn't good at her job. (laughs) She can't look me in the eye anymore. I don't want to know my my colonoscopist. I can't, you know... And by the way, he came in, and like right away it started. Oh, first of all, I'll tell you this too: they brought in a hose, like a thing, an apparatus. Yeah. Like yeah. a couple minutes before it happened, the nurse brought in an apparatus, and I looked at it and I was like, "There's no like." It was so ridiculous. It was so big. I was like, "There's no way that's the." Thing. And I said this in my head. I was like, "This will be really funny." I was like, "That's not the thing, is it?" Like hoping that they would both just like laugh like of course not there's no way this is the thing and they both go yeah that's it it was it was a it was a six foot hose with markings every six inches like you're lowering a basketball hope you you remember like where you'd see like eight six seven foot seven and a half like you remember that where that mark one of those like you know when they're testing for basketball and they do the high jump, and you're like, wow, I can't believe he jumped that high. It Yes, it had the markings on it. And <laughs> I'm like, what? The? And they both go, yeah, that's the thing. And the end of it looks like that thing they plugged into the back of Neo's head in the Matrix. Like, it, this thing yeah. was insane. And I jokingly said, that's not it. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, no. And then, uh, <laughs> by the way, I wanted to, you know how people get surgery and they write, like, not this knee? I wanted to write, like, not this yeah. hole on my butt cheek <laughs> just outside, just to mess with them. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which hole they had done. But uh, the doctor came in and right away, like, I, I saw the doctor for less than a minute. He said, how you doing? Yeah. How'd the prep go? Fine. And he goes, and they like, okay, roll over. And he goes, don't worry, I got your back. Was, that was his like shot. Was at. he being funny? Yes, that's yeah. that's if you work in ele- in the elevator business, that you know they say it's an up and down business. It's in their stock joke. I got your back. I giggled. Yeah, and and I remember thinking, have you have you ever been? You've never been put under for anything? Oh, a long long time ago. Okay. Oh, like oh, when you were a baby, you mean? Yeah, like I wouldn't remember it that well. Okay. Well, they, I'd always heard tell of it. I'd never been put under, but I'd always heard, like, they give you the stuff, and then what do you do? They count backwards from ten or something? So it was that fast. They they didn't give me any of that, but they... My goal, like, days leading up, I was like, I'm going to fight the anesthesia. I'm going to see how long I can... Like, like can this Why really... Why would you do that? <laughs> because I was like, you know what? You're going to put a couple of drips of something in me, and I'm going to be asleep? I don't think so. I've... I've had, uh, what do you call it, absinthe. I'll be fine. I walk the streets of Louisiana. 
If I saw that hose, I would be hoping I was out by the camp too. <laughs> just squeeze the thing myself, like grab it from the empty <laughs> Put myself. If I hold my it. breath, does it help? <laughs> I did. Let's be clear. I didn't want to be awake for the procedure, but I wanted to see, no. knowing I would fail, but I wanted to see how long can I last? Can I make it to eleven? Count to ten. Can I make it to eleven? Can I go longer than anybody's ever gone? And. That was me leading up to it. And then when I was laying there and he said, roll over, and I was like, oh, and I'm exposed. And I was like, it, everything seemed unimportant in that moment. And I don't know if that was because the stuff was already working, but I was like, they said, close your eyes and think about something. And I was like, yeah, I'll just close my eyes. And that was the last thing I remember. And it was over. I woke up, some lady woke me up. The, everybody that was there was gone. I was in a different room. You know, it, yeah, it was like they harvested yeah. my kidney, and now I wake up in a bath, <laughs> an ice bath. Um, so it, it was all over, and um, but that was that was on Wednesday. Today's Friday. I still haven't had a movement yet. Yeah, I bad? don't know. I mean, maybe uh, did they tell you anything afterwards? Did they just like no news is good news sort of thing? They said they found one polyp, but he goes it was. The coloring, we'll get it tested, but he said the coloring was not concerning. Well, that's certainly good. I mean, that's what you want. And then you have to do this every year from now on? No, every five years. Every three to five is what they say. Okay. So I think since they only found one and it was, it was, you know, not bad, I think then I can wait five years and then do the whole thing again. Yeah. And this was not long after Halloween that this happened, right? The, phew, Halloween was Monday. So Tuesday, yeah. usually, I would have eaten all the candy. But you have to fast oh, of the day course. before. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was good. Maybe I should always schedule it for two days after Halloween or something so I can't. I was going to say, you're going to ruin every fifth Halloween now. <laughs> um, speaking of which, did you guys go out for Halloween? We did. Yeah, we did. Yep. What? We typically do a pizza party on the street with all the kids and they play. And Is it just freezing we there? we just have a circuit. No, it wasn't too bad, actually. Okay, no winter coats? No. Nope, it was not bad. It was uh, potentially going to be bad, but it ended up being perfect night out. We, But it was a school night, too, which in a way is nice because you head out early, you come home, you're like, that's it. School night, boom, done. Yeah, yeah, it closed a little early around here because it was on a Monday, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like normally, you know, they people are still handing out stuff after eight o'clock, but here about eight o'clock, people shut it down. Yeah, they do. Oh, you jerk! It was He's a, opening it was a, a good snicker Halloween. with one hand, and you peeled it with your mouth, <laughs> and now the caramel's just ripping. <laughs> oh, I hate your guts! It oh. was a fun Halloween. <laughs> do your kids know that you eat their candy? Yeah, they give it to me. They give me the ones they don't like. They don't like Snickers? They, Snickers is like a compromise. They're like, Dad will accept a Snickers. <laughs> gotcha. Wait, if it you... has peanut butter, oh, you know what was bad? So we always buy our candy that we hand out beforehand. That's <laughs> You're just chewing the caramel and the noodles. No, we always buy like a few bags of candy to hand out. And... Um, this year, I harvested all the Skittles out before Halloween. Oh, yeah. And I ate them. And I ate them. And I was thinking, like, if I leave one Skittles, then they'll know. Yeah, but yeah. If yeah. I eat all of the Skittles, 
but it backfired on me because they like poured them out into the bucket and then they're holding the big bag it came in and on the outside of the bag it was like five kinds of candy in this one bag and they're like one two three four where are the skittles i was like i am upset that they didn't give us any skittles <laughs> so you you played it off you're like what we got robbed it didn't work I got busted immediately. <laughs> I was gonna say, take but now the kids know I like Skittles that much, so they 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 pass me like a few at a time. Okay. They won't give me a whole bag because they'll know it'll just be gone right away. But they'll like slip me some Skittles, especially if they they want me to be nice to them or like do something for them. As a I'm okay with that. Parent, you you learn to accept food that has come from their slimy little sweaty palm, and you take it because you're like, oh yeah. We're family, but would you accept a sweaty Skittle from a strange kid? Accept a sweaty Skittle from a strange kid. <laughs> That's the name of this episode, probably. Well, I want to say no, but if it happened a hundred times, I'm betting one of those I would probably say yes. Okay. I, I don't. You don't want to hurt a kid's feelings. Yeah, but be you don't hurt it by going. You know what? You have it, buddy. I'm good. That's gross. No, you're gross. I don't want it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> because I want the Skittle. The only reason I'd say no is because the kid was gross. Yeah. Yeah, they just get off a playground. I found this under the slide. Do you want it? Yeah, it like stores him in his underwear or whatever because it doesn't have pockets. Like, I'm not going to eat that one. <laughs> Did you dress up? I, no. No, although at the pizza party beforehand that we went to, a bunch of the dads were standing around, and we realized um, we all had the same costume on, which was uh, the red flannel shirt. <laughs> just we, all just, we all just went as typical Maine dad was where it, what it came down to. Yeah, you, I mean, you do kind of look like a lumberjack. You got the you got the like uh, chin strap going on, and then you got an elongated chin beard. Like, yeah, you, my kid said I could be Paul Bunyan if I wanted to. Yeah, and then you got the Fu Manchu going into it. It looks, it's a good look. But it, it, how long has that been going? Oh, you know what? So since Cora's born, she's four and a half. Uh -huh. I shaved my beard off once and during when she was at school, and I went to pick her up. She looked at me and started sobbing. <laughs> because uh, you look so different? Yeah, I don't know. She didn't like it. She's like, she just looks at me and she just cries. She cried the whole way home. And every time she looked at me, she'd just say, I hate it. I remember one time, uh, my dad always had a mustache my whole life. And yeah. and then yeah. one time, like maybe I was in ninth grade or something, he shaved his mustache off. And he came out of his bedroom, my parents' bedroom, in just uh, whitey tighties and no shirt and a shaved mustache. And he looked <laughs> like my uncle. And I was like, what the hell is my Uncle Jerry doing walking out of my parents' bedroom in his underwear? That son of a bitch. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, my goodness. You look completely different. When you shave, yep. it's it's a different ball game. So, yeah, I, I, I yeah. sympathize with Cora. So I don't mess around now. I will trim it a little bit. And it's winter time now, so I have to be looking out for myself. <laughs> I remember when we shot that movie in high school and we both grew the weakest beards, but we both like could finally grow a little bit of beard. And... I remember and we shot one we scene. We grew to be grown up. <laughs> yeah, we like you know in the like last Harry Potter where they like put you know prosthetics on them and make them look older. Like that was our version of that. 
before Harry Potter even did it, but we like grew beards thinking that people believe we're in our forties. I think I was on the cover of the yearbook and it was just, it was like the bottom half of my face or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a beard in that one. (laughs) By the way, uh, I sent you this, but uh, for those listening, uh, we, we made a movie in, in, uh, in high school as part of our senior project. And, up for the last 10 years I've not seen it because I don't have a copy of it I can't find it and uh, and then one of our classmates who was in it just found his copy he's going through some old things he like unveiled a VHS with the movie Hold On To Yourself in it and I gotta figure out how to get him to uh, digitize it we had it at the local rental store I think the fact that you can't rent movies anymore um, it, it hurt our our chances of making the big time. Hurt our VHS sales of it. It got um, a lot of rentals. I, that's so funny. Yeah, we put it at Video Kingdom where you worked. Uh, so we had an in. Well, we had a guy on the inside, but they put it up as a free rental. They're like, we're not going to charge. It got anything. a lot of hits. Yeah, I, I, we made well, a we made a box for it too, a VHS box and everything. Do you think you made the VHS box? You were the artistic one. I, I couldn't draw to save my life, but you like, I remember it was like neon green or something like that. Yeah, it was. And it was like the outlines of us kind of standing next to each other. Yeah. I, it would be interesting. I wonder if like the database for Video Kingdom exists and they could see all the people that rented it for free. If we could go back and talk to some of them and see if they remember even a slice I'm guessing that database is gone, but everyone that watched it undoubtedly remembers it. <laughs> Can't miss. Waiting for the sequel. Um, <laughs> so we, we gotta get, if we get that digitized, which I fully intend to, I don't know how I'm going to get uh, Mike Hyertz, uh good friend of the Hoffcast. We're going to have Mike on. Oh, that's going to be the that's going to be the title. Hold on to yourself. Oh snap! Are we? Oh, we're filming a sequel. Let's bring them all back. Is everybody still alive? Yeah. I think so. And now we can actually look uh, a little older. Yeah, we actually have beards now, so maybe we should go back and just fix it up. <laughs> um, yeah, if I get that, if I get that digitized, I'll post it somewhere so that everybody can see it and, and enjoy. I it's want to like, see that too. Let me know when. Yeah, let me know when you do. It's only like a half hour, right? It's not. It's not bad. I think it might even be less. Oh yeah. Oh, we got. Oh, the pro. Oh, here's the problem. Here's the problem, though. It's got a lot of uh, copywritten music in it that we just took free license. I think out of the twenty-seven <laughs> minutes, I think a good nine is just solid, like Green Day tracks. <laughs> and um... oh man, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, well, I got hey. it. Oh well, well we'll we'll figure out how to get around those copyright loops. I think if you speed it yes. up or or something like that, we'll just know. have Mike put it on his account, and then we'll deny everything. Hey Mike, you want to upload that to free YouTube <laughs> for everybody? To see? Um, yeah, we'll figure something. Out. I think if you actually change, there's something weird about music and how you can't use music, but yet you can use. Like I, I see people doing movie reviews all the time, and they'll use like 30 seconds from a movie. And I'm like, how are you allowed to use that movie? But yeah, well, I think I, a review is journalism, and like, if you're a journalist, it's like quoting something. So we just call it a musical review. Hold on to yourself. Oh, we should do review. a review of our own movie. What's that? 
we should do a review of our own movie. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to rewatch it. We'll do like a, you know, a throwback. Like, it's like, a, a, what do they call them? Like a watch through or something? Commentary. Yeah, yeah that we'll would do be commentary good. on it. By yeah, way, we should I do heard, that. I have not verified this for myself, but I've heard like one of the earliest uh, like DVD commentaries was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. It was for like Total Recall or something like that. Like they went back and did Arnold doing audio commentary on the movie. And it was before that people would like, before the, it, it became commonplace where people would be like, oh, uh, what's cool about the day before we shot this scene, you know, Keanu and I did that. We had just gone skydiving for real. So when we do this, like we had just experienced, you know, they were giving insights to behind the scenes, but nobody had ever done it before. So Arnold didn't know what it was. So he was literally like telling what was happening in the movies. Like in this scene, I am mad because he has taken the air. So I must get the air. Like, I love your Arnold impersonation. I know. As <laughs> we soon talk as about I Arnold started, someone? I was like, why? Why does this always come up with you? I think I only do Arnold with you. I, it must have been like a, something from my youth is just cemented in there. It's one of my favorite things. Your Arnold is so good. <laughs> Listen, we are. <laughs> we got to get you awesome. <laughs> oh, so uh. bad that it's good. Oh. So, my kid, you'll appreciate this. My kids, I've been trying, you know, God, just eating a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, you turd. You fat chump. Go get a colonoscopy and rinse that out. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, you'll appreciate this. My kids, finally, I think I've been trying to uh, get them to be Calvin and Hobbes for years, and finally, they did it. Finally, Neil I think it looked really good. Was ha or Andy was Hobbs because he's the older one. He's taller. We got him a tiger costume. Yeah. And Neil's Calvin because he's just this little toehead of a kid with cool hair. It looked so, good. Yeah, I was pretty it stoked. Uh, I wish we had done more like photo sessions of it. Like, there's that one strip where they do like the where they get their picture taken together. It's just like ten pictures of them making goofy faces. I should have recreated yeah. that. I still can. But it won't be on Halloween Day. For your Christmas cards, you should do that. That would be sweet. Good idea. Good idea for the Christmas cards and, and for the Patreon that I haven't started yet. But we'll put that up. And for the... <laughs> yeah. I, I like that idea for the Christmas card. Although, everybody sends out Christmas cards. Or, like, that's when people send it. Sarah and I have talked about sending out, like, an, an odd holiday Christmas card. Like, not a Christmas card, but like an Arbor Day card. Like, sometime when you're not inundated with cards. So it'll be special. Well, I don't... Dis I only display cards at Christmas time, though, in our house. Like, exactly. we have a big... Yeah, like a clothesline of, zip of Christmas cards that we put up. But if you got one for, like, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, some other holiday that's just kind of weird, and you only got one... Would you be so quick to just toss it? Or would you be like, that's eh, kind of fun. There's only one. Put it on the fridge. I think it might up end up with my high school lifting shirt. Oh, you dirty dog. <laughs> I wouldn't to toss it. Away. I wouldn't toss it. Okay. Well, you kind of poo-pooed my idea. But I, I, I it still, was my I idea. I don't want to go in the pile. <laughs> no, no, that your idea of doing it for like a card, but I like... My idea of not oh, having it be Christmas. For Indigenous People's Day, you want to send out Calvin and Hobbes? Yeah, something. Something just, you know, to just kind of stand out. It doesn't want to go in a pile. No one is you, stopping you. 
well, I mean, time. Uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I got things to do. I'm a very busy man. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If you send it, I will make sure that it doesn't get thrown away. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. I'll, I'll get the kids all gussied up back in their costumes this week, and we'll we'll try and do a we'll try and do a photo shoot <laughs> for the people. Um, <laughs> it, it does feel weird to talk to you and see you because whenever we talk, and we don't really talk on the phone. We talk when we're playing video games. Yes. It's like when we used to play ping pong in your basement, and we weren't really thinking about the ping pong. We were just kind of talking and doing something. That's how you and I wrote our movie. And anytime we'd write something creative, we'd sit there and we'd just play ping pong for like an hour discussing options. It was kind of like this thing to like occupy the part of your brain that would easily be distracted so that the creative... Yes, exactly. Otherwise, exactly. Otherwise, we would get off on a tangent and we'd never come back to the work. You know, I never thought of it that way, but that's, I bet you that's what we were doing because we found that playing ping pong, we were productive. Yes. Is that an excuse? And it le- and, and it's why we play video games now. We play video games to be productive. You need to tell Sarah more about that. It's such a pathetic, you and I, more me than you, but we are pathetic men that we like hide like I, anytime I ask Sarah if I can play games, I'm just I'm the most pathetic excuse for her. like, hey honey, do you think that if I if I rub your back and take out the trash twice and and I promise to take the kids out, and can I play like a t- thirty minutes of video games, pretty please? I don't understand that. It's about the most harmless thing we could possibly do, you know? Yes. What's what's the treated- opposite of like? going to a strip club and doing lines or something. It's like, exactly. I'm going to stay at home. Which is the way we treat it. We treat it like a mistress. It's it's like this embarrassing thing that shouldn't be embarrassed at all, because really it's more about you and I spending time together than it is about anything else. Solving problems, like we said. Yeah, growing our brains. Trying to help, you know, it's, kill Hitler. Yeah, coming up with good ideas, making money. Mm-hmm. By the way, there, did you know there's a whole group of people, and I think there's a Did you say killing Hitler? Yeah. Remember the <laughs> Sniper Elite when we killed Hitler? The Fuhrer? Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did, did. That was really fun. Did you know there's a whole sect of people that think Hitler survived, and he's, like, living amongst us, or was for a while? I'm not surprised. There's like a Our new... hometown is the Hall of Fame of, of the Bigfoot, uh, like, society, right? Oh, Hastings in Nebraska? Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's a Bigfoot museum. Yeah, people believe in all sorts of stuff, and that's fine. What's the weirdest one that uh, you kind of think might be real? Like, out of all the conspiracy theories, what's is there one that you're like, ah, oh, that's got something? Um... We, we may all live in the Matrix. This might all just be like a Truman oh. Show Matrix thing. You think so? You think that's that's very once possible? In, once in a while, I'm like, if it was, I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard like Elon Musk talk about it where he's like, you know, the, if it's true that we're in a simulation, he goes, the real world must be super boring because sometimes our lives are boring and we wouldn't put that into a simulation. <laughs> That that's the craziest one where I would believe it. Yeah. Okay. All right. And do you think do you think you would even have that notion had it not been for the movie The Matrix? 
Um, I, I think as as time goes on, yeah, it's more and more, you know, when you see what what uh, technology is capable of and all that stuff, then I, I think it would have been, yeah. If you find out, like when you die or whatever, that it is the Matrix, would you be disappointed in the way you lived your life? Not at all. Nope. <laughs> no? Knowing that you could have like, I, I've already eaten two pieces of candy on the couch today. That's no, it'd be fu- oh rooftop. Yeah, I don't think you can do that though. I've seen people try. <laughs> well, they just didn't try hard enough. Didn't try hard enough. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Isn't that the line? Yeah, uh, we're we're hitting the point where I maybe don't believe it anymore. It's somewhere between what I said and you said. That's where the line exists. Okay. Okay, so if this is the case, if let, let's pretend that we are in the Matrix, what, did we put ourselves in there, or did uh, like a one-world government do it? I didn't put myself in. No, I'm assuming we were in there from the beginning. Okay, so you were kind of like birthed or whatever happened, created, and then like just like plugged in, and now you're just ones and zeros. Yeah, or maybe we're all still just one day old. Maybe this is all just the training that we get, and then they unplug us, and when we hit the ground running. Oh, that wow! That's a, not a bad movie. Have they made that movie? I don't know. Hold on to yourself too. Is that what Hold the plot's going to do? Yourself too. <laughs> Largely based in a McDonald's that told us no, we can't film it. <laughs> I think the statute of limitations has expired on all those crimes that we committed. <laughs> we, it might be time to re-release. Yeah. We wrote a couple scenes that took place inside a McDonald's, and we went. I mean, this is a small town, Nebraska. Most places said, oh, yeah, you can film, whatever, do what you want. <laughs> McDonald's was like the corporate thing that was like, no, you can't film in here. So we just were like, okay, and then we just did it. <laughs> we, like, found clever ways. Like, we filmed inside the McDonald's bathroom, and that old man walked in. He's like, what's happening in here? Yeah. Oh, that guy was shocked. I bet he remembers the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he knew something weird was happening in that McDonald's bathroom. And those kids that played a young us, I'll bet you they're 30 now. They, yeah. Right? Yeah, can't, yeah I bet they're like, 30 or 28, 29, 30. Yeah. You were friends with them. Yeah, we hired these two little actors. Hired, we didn't pay anybody. Any, we gave them ice cream. That's about it. Yeah, we <laughs> hey, did. Kid, you want to <laughs> get some ice cream? We'll put you on camera? <laughs> Their parents were there. Um but we hired right. those two little kids to do that, and uh, yeah, they were probably six and eight at the time, maybe four and six, maybe even younger, maybe younger. I bet it's been twenty years since I've seen it. Yeah, we made that in the year two thousand or two thousand one. So yeah, that movie's over twenty years old. These kids are almost thirty. Holy moly! Dear God, yeah. for the for the twenty five year anniversary, that's we gotta at least make sure that it's up for that. But it, yeah, because we've already missed the 20. What are we going to do, the 21-year anniversary re-release? I don't think anyone would be surprised if we missed it by a year or two. <laughs> Just the 22-year release. Um, yeah. yeah. It'll be fun. We'll, we'll see if we can get it digitized for people. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I really want to convince you to get a colonoscopy. I don't want to be the only one shifting in my seat. I'm sure I will eventually. Way. Well, do you have a family history? Of colonoscopies? No, of uh, colon cancer. 
Not that I know of, but I don't think that's a reason to not do it. Um, well, they, maybe they the reason we don't have a history is because we got colonoscopies. I don't know. It's the reason that I had to do it five years early. I'm five years early on it. Like they say, forty five. Oh, okay. But because I had a family okay. history, like all my grandparents had it, and uh, so they're like bumped me up five years because I walked in and they're like, You're "Too young. What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm You're very. Just, you've got so much to live for. <laughs> very young." But. <laughs> But yeah, it's oh, what a horrific thing! What kind of doctor? What kind of doctor decides I'm going to focus on the anus? I think it's really good money because anything, any procedure you can do where you don't have to make new holes, they're fast and easy. Yeah, it was like 15 minutes apparently. Yeah, in and out. But now my butthole is scared. He won't release anything. He's like, you, you, he's. <laughs> You did me dirty. I trusted you. <laughs> did you take the rest of the day off afterward? What do you mean the rest of the day? I took the whole day. <laughs> I, I mean, whatever. I, I brought my joke book with me to the place just in case. But, uh, yeah, when you go through something like that, it's mentally traumatic. I felt no... Like, aside from, like, bowel symptoms, I felt no, like, there was no pain or anything. But you had to starve yourself for an entire day. Yeah, but you, you drink this thing, so you can only have, like, clear liquids, so I, I mixed this stuff in uh, in Gatorade. So it, you have to drink 64 ounces of Gatorade along with this, like, powder that clears you out. So you're not really hungry. You're not really hungry. Like, I got, when Sarah picked me up, she's like, are you hungry? I was like, kind of. But I wanted to get what I wanted to get, so I got a pastrami sandwich from Bay City Sandwiches. Yeah, yep. get the cleaning and immediately clog it back up. <laughs> Cleanse done. Yes, and we're done with that. The last thing you said to me was like, don't eat a lot of red meat. I was like, pastrami, it's, it's pink. It's more purple. <laughs> that ain't red. You'd be fine. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it in five years, but uh, you'll probably... But it's good that you did it. I mean, you don't... Yes, you you will. Yes, you will. No, but it's good that you did it. I mean, you know, you don't want to, like, be told to do it and then not. Right, right. I would kick myself if I delayed it and then something went wrong. Exactly. So, yeah, so everyone should do it. It's just... Now, you don't have to look forward to it. You live with a doctor. Do you get away with certain things because you're, you know, like, hey, we check out this mole or whatever? <laughs> like, do you? Do, does Kate ever diagnose you? Constantly. <laughs> if I'm changing a shirt, if I'm changing my shirt, she will like zoom up behind me and start looking at moles or whatever. It's like, I, I get. Things worry her, <laughs> and when I take off my clothing, she gets more worried. <laughs> Does it ever lead to anything? Is she ever like, hey, you, you're showing symptoms of this. Why don't you go see somebody? Uh, typically not, no. No? I shut that down. No. Okay. Has she I put ever, the clothes back on. And... Has she ever performed a medical procedure on you? Um... I don't think so, actually. Usually, doctors are not good at treating themselves or their families. Um, right. Right, but it seems like 
a good money saving thing. She's definitely like if you feel sick or something, she probably definitely takes a look, right? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, nice. Yeah, she will. To get like a first opinion it's... inside the home. Yeah, right. And then you know how serious something is, hopefully. And, um, but I have the picture of health, man. I only eat a few pieces of candy on the couch every once in a while. So <laughs> once in a, every time I'm on camera. <laughs> it's. I'm going to do it again later today, but it's it's Halloween still, basically. Yeah, yeah, that candy still exists, and you don't want to be wasteful. No, and it's Friday, so it's my last chance to eat it while they're gone. There are non-pre-diabetics in <laughs> in Africa. Oh, we were, okay, so when we were out trick-or-treating, you know how, uh, like, if there's a group of crows, it's called a murder of crows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a group of unicorns is a blessing of unicorns. What do you call a group of trick-or-treaters? Uh, let's see. Is there an obvious answer? A group of trick-or-treaters is... It's a gaggle, right? We said... No, well, we ended up... Uh, we decided it was a beatus of treaters. A beatus? Yeah. B-E-E-T-U-S? Like the diabetes? <laughs> I like it now. I didn't like it before, and now that you've explained it a little bit, a beatus. <laughs> it's a beatus of treaters. <laughs> I like it. That uh, that's gonna yeah. that's gonna uh, rival except a sweaty skittle for the title of today's episode. A beatus. How do you spell beatus then? B e t u s. Diabetes. It's e s, isn't it? Yeah. B e t e s. Abetus of treaters. That's not bad. That'd be a t-shirt too. Abetus yeah. of treaters. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Well, dude, I, this has been this has been fun. It's been fun. It's it's, up. Getting, it's nice getting to catch up and actually see you for once in a while. I know, I know, but it is a harsh react. Like it's a stark reminder of how long it's been it's since awesome. we've seen each other, and it kind of bums me yeah. out a little bit. Because last time I saw you, you didn't quite have the beard like you do now. Or at least, at the very least, it's a little gray now. I know. My parents said that yesterday. I cut my dad's hair, and uh, he came over for a trim, and they're like, wow, you've really got a lot more gray in your beard. Because we did it outside in the sun. I guess uh, the silver fox was glistening. Hold on a second. I thought we were landing this thing, but now you just brought something up. You cut your dad's hair? I cut my dad's hair. I cut my kid's hair. Yeah. I cut my dad's hair. It's ridiculous. I don't know. It's like a power move or something by our fathers to like, you owe me. I'm saving. I'm going to get it back eight bucks at a time. Do you get paid when you do it? I do. No. You get paid? He slips me a fiver every time. <laughs> Smooth five. That's yeah, but now he has a mustache and a, and a goatee too, and I trim those for him. Your dad has a mustache and goatee? I don't know if I've ever seen him with facial hair. Yeah, he does. Interesting. If you move to Maine, it just happens. It's like, you know, a Frampton album in Chicago. It, like, you just can't. It just happens. <laughs> the, uh, that's so funny that you cut your dad's hair because my dad, every time I come back, I'll get back four or five times a year where I, like, I'm in town for, or I'm in Nebraska for a show or whatever it is or Christmas, and he will, like, save haircuts because he's like, Nick's coming home. I can knock this out for free. I'm gonna save myself yeah. the twelve dollars and yep. get my and, and it's the easiest. I just buzz it. Right. It's not hard. He could. I've done that to myself. 
he could easily do it to himself. My mom could easily do this, but for some reason, he gets some kind of sick pleasure out of having me do it when I get home. <laughs> like, I'm not good at it. Like, I'm not, I have no, no formal training. It's not like a skill. He's like, Nick knows how to make me look. <laughs> yeah, not, I don't mind. It doesn't take long. But yeah, this last time they pointed out, and I've, I mean, I see them regularly. I don't know why it took this time, but yeah, they're like, the beard is getting a little gray, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Which doesn't yeah. bother me, but they're not—they're not wrong. Well, I've got it. I get it like in the it, like the, the jaw. That's where my gray comes yeah. in. So last time I tried to grow my beard, like it, it was so gray right there, it just bugged me, and I was like, "Nah." That's what I, <laughs> I just went mustache then, because mustache still. Oh, uh, the mustache, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that the, the gray in it. Do you ever think about just fermenting it? No. No, not for one natural. second. It doesn't bother me, and I wouldn't. It's I'm not gonna get all caught up in that. Yeah, you ever think about making it no. like bleached? Go slim shady. I don't think that's good for you, is it? I don't know. I think people be. I think again that might cause my daughter to just cry and say I hate it over and over. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Well, I'm glad that we got to the the beatus of treaters. That, that's something. <laughs> but um, oh, before we go. Let me let me just say uh, we'll we'll do a quick Hoff recommends. Don't think twice. Take his advice. This is Hoff recommends. A popular okay. segment on the Hoffcast where we talk about uh, something that we think other people might enjoy, and I I will offer up what we recently played on PlayStation. The uh, what, what was the name of that game where we were? It was two of us or two. Uh, it takes two. It takes two. Not a bad game. Pretty funny. If you want to do a game with a little bit of puzzling uh, type, you know, adventures and a lot of cooperation, this is the by far the best one we found. That's kind of what I like to play. Is where like I, I have a buddy because I I play video games some by myself, but it feels feels like a futile thing. It's a hangout time for me, yeah. Yeah, so the fact that we get to be like cooperative in it, and it was it was not like a it was something different every stage. So uh, it takes to uh, fun video game, and it goes on sale quite frequently. So if you could pick that up cheap, I think it's probably on all platforms. Like, you need one friend; only one of you has to buy it. The other plays it for free. Yeah, yeah, it was a great game. It took us took us multiple plays to get through it all, but it, it was fun. It was funny. And it was interesting the whole way through. So that's, I'll say that's my Hoff Recommends. Do you have anything else that you would recommend at this time? Sometimes it's movies, sometimes it's music, sometimes it's a type of food. Anything immediately come to yeah. mind? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if this is something that everyone knows about and it just hit me later, but uh, the TV show Dark, it's a, it's a German show, but it's very mysterious. It's one of those where you watch it and you're like, wait a minute, what on earth is happening here? Dark? It's just called Dark. What's it on? If you can get through the first few episodes and it hooks you, you are going to be, like, hooked in the whole way. Really? Is it multiple seasons or is it... Yeah. Yep. Dark. And do you know what platform it's people can watch it on? I believe it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Dark on Netflix. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, if you're I'll in the right it. mood for something a little mysterious, a little bit like, wait a minute, what on earth is going on here? Quality show. Anything you can compare it to, like a genre? Is it is it gory? Is it? 
Uh, no, not exactly. Um, it it kind of has it kind of starts out kind of like a drama, but then the mystery starts to unfold, and uh, you know you get drawn into it. You you want to know what on earth is happening in this world. Okay, all right, you heard it there. Dark on Netflix. Check it out. There's uh, two things for Hoff recommends. You got video games and you got television. So <laughs> keep you plugged in. Keep you occupied. <laughs> All right, well, Neil, thanks thanks for taking the time to do the Hoffcast. It's been too long. we got to get you on again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It was really fun. All right. Uh, oh, here, let me hold on. 47 minutes. Okay, I'm going to end this real quick. So thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening uh, to the Hothcast. That was episode 110 with Neil Anderson. Uh, don't forget to check out my tour dates. Got a few left this year. I'm going to be in Omaha at Henry Dorley Zoo. And then I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be in Vegas with Harland Williams at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. Um, and then I'm doing a couple of private events. I, I don't know. I taped a dry bar special, which is like Mormon Town, and it's clean comedy, and then all of a sudden I started getting all these bookings in Salt Lake City and Idaho. I think I'm a, I think I'm a Mormon uh, sensation. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to be with the LDS Church any day now, I'm sure. They haven't tried to convert me yet, but I know it's coming. Uh, so check out the tour dates there. Uh, if you haven't seen my special yet, Nick Hoff, front to back on YouTube. Help me spread the word, still going strong. And in the meantime, everybody, be safe and don't forget to doom, doom, pip! <laughs>